You have now entered the lab, episode 97, Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama. Uh, we have a lot of football to talk about, a lot of news. We have a guest coming on later on this episode, so stay tuned to that. It'll be probably getting a little bit more serious uh, or more real with what's been going on in the world. And, uh, you know, we uh, we discussed it before hopping on, whether we bring up the topic, A, between us two, because we don't probably know enough. But luckily, we do have somebody that will hop on the episode and, uh, you know, clarify and talk about, uh, you know, world news and, and what's going on in uh, borders and uh, the uh, the uh, a part of the world that we probably as Americans don't much know much about, but everybody in, in corporate America and our friends are posting about, but we'll get educated and we'll leave a little cliffhanger on that. But sponsors, Brown Vintage this weekend, this week will be uh, Crew Neck. We have uh, we're, we're doing a bunch of crew necks. Ben okay. of Brown Vintage gave a bunch of crew necks to me. It's about probably fifty items or so. We're gonna make a nice post, you know, throwback, a little ripped. A lot of people like to rip things. You know, a lot of champion crew necks, a lot of schools. So if you're into vintage uh, crew necks and um, sweaters and stuff like that, we're posting a lot of them on eBay this week, and also we're gonna put it on at Broward Vintage uh, Instagram. So. Uh, make sure to that. And uh, he, 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 we're working on, uh, you know, what we're going to say for Brown Vintage. I did have it up, but I did so many notes this weekend. I probably don't have it. My boy's been no, grinding, no. literally yeah. in the lab. Brown Vintage, locally sourced in South Florida. Vintage and new men's and women's clothing. Shop on eBay. It's in the description on the link tree. Uh, very competitive and valuable prices. You can get something that probably would probably would have cost you 20 years ago a similar price or if not a little bit more. So there's a lot of good deals on there and he's always willing to negotiate uh, on eBay for like 10%, a 10% off and stuff like that. So uh, let us know, let him know that uh, enter the lab send you, maybe you'll get a little discount. So holler at us. And then obviously unofficially billionaires row. It's about that time. Go get yourself, uh, your, your family members, your friends, a little sip of some, uh, some nice expensive cognac. It's uh, very good. I, I'm due for a bottle, so if you're don't say expensive. To this, William, don't say expensive. Nah, yeah, you, you know, you, you know, you know, we don't say expensive in sales. I almost meant you, you know, you know better than that. I almost meant it expensive in uh, in taste, not in in, in the okay, pocket. Okay, it's worth it. Much better. Uh, yes, you savor every go. glass of Billionaire's Row champagne. The rosé is my favorite. I haven't had that in a couple of years. I need to get mine, but. You know, let's get this podcast episode rolling. Ninety-seven. Um, what's going on with you, Fort Sama? Your week. Break it down for us. What's, what's up, bro? The world of Fort. What's up, dude? I'm back. Haven't back talked in, much all week. Back in Georgia. Yeah, bro. Just got back straight to work. Mm. I got here. At, I busted a dummy mission. I got back to Georgia at five a.m. on a Tuesday morning. I left South Florida at like ten, ten thirty p.m. I'll say it was worth it. Yeah, you're crazy good. for doing that. Yeah, I've, I've done it before, but I really pushed my limits this this last week. Be careful that. with that. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I'm, I am I get you. Uh, of course, I, I understand. And normally, I, I wouldn't have work the next day, and I, normally I don't leave that late. I've left, I think, a few, uh, one time I left around like 8, 30, 9 o'clock. So I got here at like 3, 3 a.m. But no, I, I don't foresee myself doing that much anymore. But... Like you said in the intro, you had me over here waiting for three minutes before I could get a word out. Yeah, sorry, had to get, <laughs> no, had to get you know paid programming. You, of course, absolutely. We got we got to we got to pay the bills. 
We got to pay the bills. Broward Vintage, we've been working with them for a little bit now. Like Ray said, if you got some, I mean, if you want to buy yourself some vintage stuff, which is what's in now, everyone's wearing vintage shit. No one really does it better. I've seen how the process goes. It's very meticulous. He, he Ben's a knowledgeable guy. He's got a few other people that, you know, he works hand in hand with that are also very knowledgeable. Also, if you want to sell him some stuff, DM yeah, him, him at Brown Vintage. He buys people's, you know, vintage t-shirt. Dylan came over the other day with a uh, a vintage original um, Batman Forever or whatever, like Mr. Freeze, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, George yeah. Clooney original. Right away, Ben said what up to him within five seconds. like, ooh, I like that. And we're like trying to work out a deal because it's like, yes, at least one, every person has at least one or a couple items in there that they had from their youth. So, uh, yeah. hey, if you want to sell him an item, he'll, he'll more than happy to buy uh, some clothing off you. Yeah, we've been working on trying to get that little prompt script out so yeah, we I'll can get it worked out. direct feed it to you. No, it sounded good. I was just hyped that we, you know, I'm, I'm ready for something. it. Love it. But What's yeah, going on you know, in the world? I, How's I, being back? It's been good. I, I've had some, you know, some decent time to myself where I can just wind down and, and relax. I was going to go to the gym today, but just wasn't really feeling it, man. Like, my back, I don't know what I did. I must have pulled something in my back. It's been bothering me a little bit, so I decided to just, you know, take the night off. Take it easy. I'm going I'm to read a book later. My new book came in the mail over the weekend. I'm hype about that. Confessions of an Economic Hitman by John Perkins. So okay. I'm, I'm, I started reading it, but I was reading it on my computer, so it's not the same. I can't read on my electronics. Yeah, that, that must strain your eyes, especially a laptop well, or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could always put it on, like, you know, the certain mode and lower the brightness and whatnot, mm-hmm. but I'm saying more so, like, I get easily distracted. If someone pops up on my computer exactly. or I want to check something, I can fall into a black hole easily. Hey. Absolutely. To kind of just go over some of the things that you talked real quick. Football, I know we're going to talk some football. If your fucking football team is not 4-1 and one or better, just stop. We're not doing that. Five weeks into the season, y'all don't got a winning record by three, four, or five games. Not here for it. Not here for it. And that Absolutely. especially goes to you. Yeah. Uh, I, I have no denying that. Trust me. I had a great time. Me, Vito, uh, Dylan, and, and Gravy was in town. Shout out. He got back to Iowa today. Great to see him. Um, haven't seen him in almost nice. a year, probably. Uh, yeah, about a year because you got. Uh, having his uh, wedding was, I think, last August. So didn't see him probably that. So it's been more than a year since I see him. Great times, great vibes. We fucking, we tailgated early. Uh, we Did you? Left, yeah, we left Fort Lauderdale at 9.30, got there at 10, uh, parked at Walmart. Shout out Walmart. Um, Shout out Walmart. Free parking. We had to make, uh, <laughs> we had dip and dive a little bit so we didn't get towed. Good thing my phone, uh, my car is a smart car. So it has a, uh, I have a valet app. So it lets me know if my car moves at all. Okay. So if it was towed or if I have it in valet and they want to go out fucking trick riding, it'll, it'll let you know. Notic- yeah. It'll let me know that, Hey, they took it off site. Um, that, which is great. Cause the whole time, you know, every hour I check my car just to be like, all right, we're not towed boys. Once it got to the second half of the game, I knew we were good. Anyway, tailgated. I felt like everybody I knew in South Florida I'm was that being, the game? You know, extra was that the game or at least tailgating? Uh, we were. I think we spent one full hour of going. Well, I mean, it's it's people. a Dolphins Giants game, so yes, exactly. All of South it's Florida, either from South Florida or they're from New York, New Jersey. 
And of course, and it was the second game of the um, home season, you know, second yeah. home game of the season. And, you know, more people want to go to it, this and that. So I felt like I was saying, uh, you know, with, you know, especially going to the game with those three knuckleheads that I was with, they know everybody in South Florida. Or they really Florida, do. You know? So I was going to, I was, I was meet and greet, shaking hands, kissing babies the whole time. It was really fun. We got drunk. Uh, yeah, but the game in general was, uh, you know, exactly what it was. My goal going into the game as a, as a Giants fan was just cover the spread, which was it went from nine and a half to 12, 13, uh, 12 and a half, maybe 13 uh, after Saquon was ruled officially out Sunday morning. And I was just like, just, you know, I, I, I predicted 20 to uh, 30 to 20. Everybody was laughing at me at the tailgate. I said, uh, I predict Dolphins will win 30, 20. Um, and I wasn't far off. It was 31, 16. Off, no. I thought we did nothing on offense. I thought we'd do a lot more. And uh, Dolphins are fun, man. During the intro, they introduced the offense. Me and Vito were sitting together, and I got goosebumps. Like, just, oh, like, yeah? you, know, you know you're watching a great team, you know, and, and I'm in the atmosphere, so I'm soaking it all in. It was uh, fun to watch, fun to be a part of it. What did you uh, get from, uh, you know, watching it on TV, which I haven't seen the highlights yet. I, I'm going to watch it later. But, uh, you know, what did you get from the game? I watched the highlights. I watched some of the game, but then I tuned right into Red Zone while I was at work just because – I knew we would, we would win. Sorry, last week I got to watch the whole game because I was, I was down in South Florida chilling, so I, I watched the game, and then most most of the time I just watch red zone. But my main take takeaway from the games were we're really fucking fast on offense, and it's only about to get better because Jalen Waddle's finally getting settled back in after he missed the game due to concussion. A Chan, a chain, whatever you want to call this guy. Hopefully, he's not seriously hurt because he was going, he was undergoing some MRIs today. But that dude is is electric. It's nothing short of just he cuts that corner so fast. We can run any play we want with him, Tyreek, Waddle, Mostert. It, it's just pick your poison, honestly. And Tyreek Hill is he's you can't guard that guy. He's a human cheat code. You put him in motion, get him started. Like this guy's oh, gonna he beat stop you moving. off. He's gonna he beat you off moving. the block. He's gonna beat you off the line. Doesn't matter regardless. But if you gave him a head start and he's running, the shape this guy must be in to do this because he's always on the field. <laughs> he's always yeah, on the field. He got banged field. up a couple times and he still was out yeah. there. There was a he's play. Still right back in. There was a play that Vito. Um, it was uh, what was it? Maybe first, uh, maybe the second half that he almost scored a touchdown on like a slant and then he took almost yeah, he to took the crib. down the field and up. Yeah. Dude, right in pre pre snap Vito goes to me. He goes, where's Tyreek? Is he on the field? And then he popped out of nowhere and he's like, dude was hiding, got the ball and ran it. We were going, we were both going nuts because we were talking to each other. Like, yeah, where is he? Is he hurt? Is he off the field? And dude popped out of nowhere. Literally. I didn't see him. And we're, we have great seats in it, in the season tickets. Yeah. And he nice just seats. came out of nowhere, got the ball, ran it like 40, 45 yards. And we were like, that's insane that they could continue to disguise this dude. Um, electric. Yeah. The, the energy yeah. from a lot of blue though, in the sense, a lot of, a lot of giants blue. Yeah. Um, As weekend. you would expect. Yeah. And, and that was cool. So I didn't, you know, I was debating whether I should go all giants out of war or giants jersey in the giants hat. And so did, uh, so the gravy, he did, he did the whole head to toe look. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I felt, I felt like to. I was, uh, n- nobody was talking shit too much. We were all having fun. Good vibes at, uh, at the rock because uh, at the rock. things can get messy when, rock. 
when a team is getting humiliated and uh, alcohol is involved, there could be, you know, you don't want to get into a situation, but situations might come to you. The the one takeaway on offense I will have was that Tua interception. The first one he threw, that was a pick six. I didn't like that throw. It feels like he – look, I, I'm, I don't know what's going on in that offense. I really don't. So I'm just saying what I saw, and it's not going to be an expert opinion. It's an opinion from someone sitting on the couch playing Monday night quarterback, literally what we're doing right now. That yeah. throw to me looked like he just – lasered into Waddle. He wanted to get Waddle the ball. He didn't really go through his progression. There didn't seem the, to be the, much. The pick that we ran back. The pick six, yeah. There yeah, wasn't I mean, much of a pass rush. He kind of You look at the play, and there's three G-men right there in that vicinity. Yeah, it was a tip play, too. So uh, down in that, 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 that's a danger zone when you're throwing. That's like, yeah. in my opinion, one of the toughest places to throw the ball. Because it's so tight yeah. everything's tight yeah. you know exactly you got like play, 10 yards you play deep. yeah you don't have to play deep 13 yards play the play the goal line which the the pass was thrown out the goal line and then we returned it but if you take away those points bro we only scored 10 and three of them yeah it was what yeah all the rest of the points were field goals and shit so we didn't do shit bottom line shout out gravy for tuning in locking in yeah to turn the ball over yeah right whatever don't don't talk about turnovers bro yeah, we're, we're don't asked. don't don't do this. Um, like I said at the beginning of this thing, if your team's not four and one or better, I'm not debating. Yeah, I <laughs> no, I, said, I, I know uh, you were, but yeah, what's yeah. it called? Hey, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I got we got the Panthers, and then next Friday I'll be in Philly, and I'm hyped for that, bro. Yeah, I, that's exciting, dude. You gotta but, report live. You gotta go a little. Oh, live. we're going live. Make sure Birdo and you maybe have your uh, absolutely. You know, Bring some enter the lab hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're both taking them. Oh, you popping a, a little Zinner Rooney? Yeah, why not? Let's get a little. They were clutch at the game because you know you're sitting at the game and it's a, I I don't I don't drink too many beers, um, like consecutively like that. I'll mix in beers every now and then, but I barely drank liquor, uh, which is smart because it made me pause last longer. Um. But man, when you're sitting there at the game and you're just drinking beers, it's like you get a little tired. So I was popping a Zin every. I think I did two or three during the game just to give me give myself a, a little boost. So shout out, uh, shout out the Zinners out there. Um, all right, let's move on. Enough about the game. Let's uh, yeah. because we have a guest coming in um, towards the second half of the episode. We'll make sure that's going to be a, a pretty good topic. So stay tuned for that. Come if you want to leave. Watch some of this Monday night football game. We got Phillies playing now. The Braves, they're up 1-0 in that series, about to go 2-0. Um, Vegas and Green Bay just started. Big game for both teams to see where they could go in their uh, conference. And then we got hockey this week. That's why I'm all dressed up in my Panthers. I got this from Sam's Club. Shout out, Sam's Club. Damn, uh, you didn't get it from Broward Vintage? My, no, I didn't. It, it's not vintage, but it, it's it's got a, a little patch. It's nice. It's light. I'm going to rock it. I'm going to go to the home opener next Thursday. They play versus the Wild this Thursday. Hockey has a triple header tomorrow. Um, it's going to be fun. And then this week we have the – now that we're on the topic, might as well bring it up. It's uh, ESPN's doing a frozen frenzy like the Red Zone. You just brought up the Red Zone earlier, which is great. All, I think, 32 teams are playing on Thursday. And they're gonna just have a red zone. I don't like the name Frozen Frenzy. I would have chose like like red zone. Maybe do like red lamp. 
You know what I mean? Like, because the red, red light zone, district. No, no, that's that's getting a little freaky. Um, no, just like like Frozen Frenzy's cool because it's a one-off. I believe I don't think they're doing it every week or every month. I think eventually they they could get to that if they uh, with the scheduling. Uh, maybe they they have like hockey in in you know maybe hockey takes over every Wednesday because in basketball usually Thursday it rules uh, and Friday so maybe they do every Wednesday or Tuesday that they could take over uh, but. I'm excited for hockey. I've officially lost hope in the Giants. So football season for me as really? a fan is over. Yeah. Already? You're done? Nets play their first preseason game at 9 o'clock versus the Lakers. I'm going to have that locked in right here as we record. We got basketball preseason. We got hockey starting. We're right in the fucking week five going into week six after this game in NFL. We're, this is the this is the greatest time to be alive if you're a sports fan. And hopefully, as an Enter the Lab listener and viewer, we'll have some great content and have some fun with it. Yeah, this this literally is just free content for us. I need more TVs, brother. I, more. <laughs> I got three. I, got three. I think I might have to go four. The other day, I was watching wrestling, college football, baseball, and I wanted to watch something else, mm-hmm. and I just didn't have the TVs for it. You need to figure out a way to get, like, four TVs on the wall. Yeah, I know. I was talking to Dylan. About like they that. do at a uh, bar, four TVs on a wall, and you can control and have either the same thing if you want, if it's a big event, or have four different things, and then you can put two more TVs down in each corner. Yeah, I got a, I got enough room for it on the actual wall where the thirty-two inch. If I get another, maybe not thirty-two, maybe a uh, like a forty something, I can fit it below the other ones. But I just got to knock down my little memorabilia stuff that I have, and I like the display that I have below the TV. Yeah, you know, it is like a nice display. It it's still loud. Um, yeah, exactly. So if I decide to do that, I would have to knock that table off and, and make some room. But we'll see. We'll see what uh, construction we could do to that. There's um, some stuff you can cook up for sure. Let's uh, let's let's do some, not rapid fire, but let's get into some topics before our um, guest joins us. Probably in another 20 minutes, we'll call it. Let's uh, get some topics here. Uh, one of them, we got to go back last week after we recorded was uh, NBA Media Day. You know, Jimmy Butler, for the second year in a row, surprises everybody with his look. Um, If it was anybody else, he got clowned. But if it was anybody else, he'd get clowned even more uh, for his look. Bree even saw the look and was like, is this a joke? Like, she thought it was Photoshopped, the pictures, because it kind of does. Like, no, no man really did that. He got, I don't know if those piercings were fake, but go ahead, show a video, show a picture. Of Jimmy Butler's, for those who didn't pay attention, I mean, everybody, what was going on? This guy, Jimmy Butler, man, no one really does media day like him, and that's literally the quote. That's and that's going to be his uh, media picture all year long, so you're going to see it every play. Are we watching that volume? Yeah, look at he's uh, What do they call him? They call them uh, panic at the free throw. Vito said that to me, or, or maybe Gravy did. I thought that was funny. Listen. Yeah, the, the memes and the and the videos were, were funny uh, last week when that was going on. But he's always having fun. I like that he could stay loose. But when that boy is on the on the court, he's a dog. He's he's intense. I love that he could off the court. He could have fun, make fun of himself, and just be himself. But bro, when he's on the court, don't get it twisted. That dog, that yeah. boy's a dog. So I, I love. I'm glad love he John. did it. I'm he glad he did it because that. it was it was a strenuous off season. For the Miami Heat this, this offseason, as it usually is, as Tally it usually Hero. is, 
and we we get a lot of um it's not the same it's a double standard with the miami heat whenever they're involved in anything honestly people tend to gravitate yeah. towards that and, and feel some type of way and and hate and as as the media does towards us whenever we try to make a move but when some other team tries to do it it's, it's okay and they don't react the same way which is fine i get it but no I, jimmy butler doing that man that that's funny for the team that takes a lot of added pressure that media day could be, you know, not everybody likes their pictures taken or posing in front of a camera or, or talking to reporters, let alone yeah. talking to people. And you know, it's going to be all over because you're the Miami heat or any NBA team. Honestly, you know, it's going to be all over social media. You got to be careful what you say because you can get fined your PR team, whatever, you know? So it was, it was good that he did that because now it's, it's honestly all on him. Yeah. They're, they're, he's all they're talking about. And he doesn't which shy some, away from his predictions either. He, he talks yeah. about finals every single year, which at, yeah. at this point you got to because they've been in what? The three Two of the last of four. The last four. Yeah. That's so not. And we've been in the Eastern Conference finals three of the last four years. So, but that's what bothers yeah. me. I mean, you might speak differently. I look at the Miami Heat and they should, they surprise me every time. I think they go above expectations, but you guys did lose a, a couple key pieces. You didn't add too, too much. You yeah. might have guys step up, you know, which you always do. Lost right. Gabe Vincent, you lost Trout, Trout, um, sorry, and loose. then Oladipo, which didn't play much. Who else? Did you yeah. lose anybody else? I believe that that's a it. Key, key player. Obviously, yeah. Kyle, another year. Kyle Lowry getting older. He's he's looking at starting uh, turmoil with Tyler Hero, so he, he he's to expecting a ball because he might get traded. And Jimmy Butler's a year older, so um, you guys probably will be in the midseason uh, trade deadline. You'll yeah, be we'll be in the in trade line market to improve. Yeah. Hey, look, ESPN has us at 42.7 wins, 42.3 wins. Wow, so, 42. Yeah, they have. Might be around there a little bit more. Interesting. We're going to be battling. We yeah, they have us at like seventh. They have us at like seventh okay. in the East. But uh, that's fine. I, I don't really care. Bro, expectations okay. are whatever. It is what it is. Uh, let's do. Um, let's keep on sport topics. If you got a lot of non-sport topics to get to. I see you wrote down a lot of shit, too. Uh, NBA final at uh, WNBA finals popped off the Liberty taking an L to the, the Vegas. I, I think it's going to be the fun. I, I know you're not a, yeah, I know you're not a big WNBA fan. I'm not saying I, uh, watch too much, but this year I watched probably more than any other year or the year before that. Cause the Liberty are fun to watch there. They play in my home. Uh, they got a good Queens. team. Liberty got a good Great team. team. I think, I, yeah. I think everybody, I'm hoping it goes, I think they play five best out of five. So I believe hopefully it's five, it goes yeah. five. Um, who's got home court. Starts. Vegas, right? Uh, Vegas, Vegas does. Yeah, but it always back and forth. I think they played each other prior to this. Well, including this game, five or six times every. Well, game. yeah, because there's like six teams. Yeah, every <laughs> every game that they've played against each other has been over nine or ten points. So, uh, let's hope that Liberty take care of business next game. Um, let's see. I oh, might tune in. Up. When's the next game? She, they, the scheduling is hard around the, these times because you got every sport. So. They're not Dude, they don't, hey, look, they don't have they don't have charters. They don't have charters either. They gotta yeah. fly. They gotta fly a commercial. No, nah, the hey, yeah. I was gonna say Vegas Aces should probably have their own private plane. Yeah, they should, but uh, probably the top teams can afford it, but the other teams can't. Um, the uh, this game, the game one went against uh, Sunday Sunday football, so I, I assume mm, the ratings yeah, were down on that one. This one's on Wednesday. Even though Sunday football was a blowout. Yeah, Wednesday 9 p.m., which nothing's really going on. It's 
little bit of hockey, but and baseball, but they'll okay. be on. They'll pro- they'll probably be on the left my left TV or the or the bottom left TV uh, on Wednesday. I'll definitely have them penciled in. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, they actually are expanding to Golden State, and a lot of people started talking about if you had a name. They don't have a name yet. Golden State uh, WNBA team. If you had to name the WNBA team of the Golden State, what would they be called? Golden State what? What's the opposite of Warriors? <laughs> or like, what's the? No, sorry, 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 sorry. Hold on. What's Slops? the Slop? <laughs> no, what's the? Like female like, version. Female version, woman version of of Warriors. Um, they could play off that. A lot of teams do. Um, but you know, a lot of a lot of. The WNBA teams also play off. They they have a lot of hockey names, meaning like, uh, like this, you know, they're called the Sun. Like they have the Connecticut Sun. They have like similar to like Miami Heat. Like they have like non plural names too. So they could be called something like the Golden State Bridges, maybe. I don't know. Um, I I've seen some Golden State Seals. Ew. Seals. No, yeah, bro. Weird. Please. So maybe, maybe they 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 could either do two things. They could. Maybe are they just called Golden State Bay. I can see yeah, that. that wouldn't be bad. They could call themselves the Golden. No, they can't do Golden State Warriors. Uh, or they could go. I don't know if they want to do like San Francisco. I don't know if it's going to be Golden State in the name. But Golden State, you have to capitalize on the Warriors right now. So you almost have to name them Golden State because that's uh, that's not an actual location. It's more of an area. But go ahead. Name, name the Golden State women's uh, team right now. Let's see what you come the, up with. The Golden State Goddesses. I like that. I like that. Okay. All right. Moving on. Um, any sports? Let's see. Your Marlins got eliminated. Postseason. Quick two games. Sorry. Um, Sandy. It's all right. I mean, Sandy Alcantara. He has to get. Uh, he's out all of next yeah. year. That's bucks. I'm sorry for that. It it is what it is. We we over exceeded expectations. We got a lot of work to do in the off season. Yeah. Our general manager Kim Ng, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Yeah, don't ask a, me. She's, she's a former Yankee. Yeah, she's the first female women's general manager to make the postseason. We might have to we snag o- her back, by the way. Yeah, no, hell no. Yeah, you're good. No, fuck that. <laughs> she's staying here. She she we're good. We got no, some work to do in the offseason. As long as you keep you keep signing these young guys, do the do the Atlanta Braves, um, Tampa Bay Rays thing where you sign them super early before they meet expectations. Yeah. Sign them early. Don't have to get to arbitra- arbitration or big contract years. Give give a couple guys a hundred mil when they're 21, 22 but years old. The good thing about this is it, it only helps us for the future. We the free agents see how exciting. We can be, and all we're really missing is is one solid power bat. If we re-sign Solaire, I mean, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not that knowledgeable, honestly, yeah, yeah. but it, it helped the city of Miami. We were filling up that stadium as much more as it usual. could be. Yeah, yeah right. more than usual. So it, it really depends on the fans. And the fans yeah, got to get out there. I was trying to get out to a game this year, and I didn't get to, so bad The bad. fans got to show out. That's, that's how you're going to get the Marlins better. That's how you should team gets better with more money going in and you could pay more as a, as yeah. a ball club with the payroll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Baseball right now, it's, you got a lot of great matchups now getting into the best of five series with Philly, Atlanta, Orioles, Texas, Dodgers, Arizona. And then what's the other one? 
Texas Orioles. Oh, Astros and Twins. Twins. It's a it's a great season. So, uh, shout out Brown Vintage for locking in, going on, fuck on, on boys. Yeah, I need the Braves to come back, bro. Because if the Braves make a World Series run, I might have to drive up to Atlanta. Yeah, just to be there. Uh, Bringing it back to Tyreek Hill, you wrote uh, Tyreek was fined seven k for not wearing socks. Yeah, that's. Hey, look, the NFL. Okay, socks. I get it because that's kind of nasty. You should be wearing socks at all times. But to find someone that much money, to find someone that much money for not having socks. And the NFL has to be more lenient with this kind of stuff, man. It's it, these players that you finding Stephon Diggs fourteen thousand dollars for doing the beer, the Stone Cold Steve Austin celebration, bro. Oh, they that, did? Dude, that yeah, that was an awesome celebration. Yeah. They find Justin Jefferson like the same same amount, just a little bit lower when he did the too small celebration on about to get fined for oh yeah. Well, that's I mean, you expect to get fined at that point when you do when you wear something like that and show it off on national television with everyone watching. You can't wear something with a bad word on it, man. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, of course, and it was on national TV. But but with like the they got to be more lenient with the uniform. Like let these players wear whatever fucking cleats nah, they want, dude. Can't, though. I get why there's a there's a rule because if you let a couple players do what they want, think about it, bro. It's a uh, in every league, it's. A lot of players want to express themselves, which is great. You know, they they got a little more leaning on cleats and stuff. But like uh, across sports, if you can let these guys get a you know take an inch, they're gonna take a mile. So you can't you know Odell got fined for wearing a watch while he played. Like well, a lot of things you can't do. You know, that's wild. You know, that's kind of I don't know. It's all good. Hey, uh, let's see. What was the um? Was the Hurricanes thing the uh, coach's mistake in program history? Talk about that real quick. Marion Hurricanes just watched it today. Didn't watch it live. When I seen it on uh, Sports Center or PTI today, I was mind blown. So you can vent out for a little bit about that because that was absurd. That was such a clusterfuck, man. You you're you're up by three with 30, 40 seconds left. It's third down. You you run the ball. Uh, and then you fumble. You could have just taken a knee. The, the Georgia Tech didn't have any timeouts. You fumble the ball, give the ball. He was down. Cheney was down. But at that point, you don't leave it in the referee's hands. You don't let that happen, especially with ACC refs. You know how bad they are, how notoriously bad they are. It, I, I don't understand, man. And the one good thing I'll take away from it is the players cared. The players cared. They Normally, you don't see that. They're back on IG Live taking pictures or posting stuff, whatever the case may be. But you, you don't do that. <laughs> you really don't do that. That was so stupid. That it, That's one of the things I really hated this weekend. Just take the knee, bro. Go 5-0. and oh. You probably jump into the top 12, top 13 ranking, and you move on and play UNC undefeated. But uh, I don't know, man. That shit just really pissed me off. I couldn't sleep Saturday night. Yeah, that was – what time did they play on Saturday? They play either at 7.30 or 8 o'clock. They play UNC. Oh, okay. It's, it's uh, going to be a primetime game. No, what time did they play when they blew that game? Oh, that game was at 7 o'clock. Okay, we were watching a bunch of things. Shout out Dylan for watching a little uh, little WWE Fastly with me. Uh, first time watching wrestling. He doesn't know shit. Um, it's funny. Nice. We had. He told me yesterday we had all the games on it. And he goes, out of all the games last night, 
that WWE main event, that, that pay-per-view was fire. It was, it was getting, it was fun. <laughs> shout out him for locking into the lab with me and, and having some fun. But uh, we do have a guest coming on. Um, we're going to talk a little bit of, you know, a little controversial topic that we don't want you to agree. We don't want you to, uh, you know, maybe everything that's going to be said is a little bit ignorant on my side or questions and stuff like that. We're going to be respectful for the times that are going on and with Israel and Palestine and, uh, it's been going on for 30 plus years, probably actually more than that. Uh, since centuries, the beginning of time. centuries, yeah, yeah. beginning of time, yeah. it's been more of a, a known thing that war and, and everything. And it's gotten ugly. And like any war is, I don't, uh, I don't like to use the phrase pray for this or pray for that in general. Um, because I don't wish, I don't know enough about one side. So I always say, you know, let's hope we could just figure it out at the end of the day on both sides. There's no, there's no yeah. good guy and bad guy in war. Uh, shit's shit's going down on both sides. Yeah. People are dying and losing their lives. So um, you could take over um, for yeah. our guests, and we'll, we'll get into it a little bit, and we'll uh, we'll get educated a little bit on absolutely on, on the topic. Yeah, I'm gonna make this quick. Just normally our intros are real special and whatnot, but I'll make this quick. I this is something that needs to be talked about because people that are ignorant about the subject, they just listen to one side and whatever our news is putting out. And we've been super adamant on this podcast about that. Do your own research. Make sure you know what you're talking about before you put it out there. I'm not that knowledgeable about this. I'm I'm pretty ignorant about it. But I do want to learn more about it because it affects us. It affects if we decide to have kids later on in the future. Even though it's happening on the other side of the world, it still happens. And I wanted to have this person because they're a lot more knowledgeable than I am. They're passionate about this. And... I'm not taking any sides, but I feel like before you post something on social media and, and you do anything of that fact, before you donate your hard-earned money, you should know both sides. So I, I want to welcome my guy, Adam. He's, bro, this guy's passionate about this stuff. He's going to break it down as best as possible, like black and white. So my guy, Adam, I appreciate you for being yo, on. We, we, talk, we talked about this. We I've been wanting you to have, have you on. So I, I appreciate yeah. you, man. I know this is a touchy subject and whatnot, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it needs it needs to be discussed just because people nowadays, they tend to get so emotionally attached to something and think they know everything just because they're watching the news. But that's that's not how I like to do things. And no, I mean, uh, how, how, how you guys doing? Uh, What's up, dude? Good, man. Uh, yeah, just like going off what you said, like Western media uh, is basically a lot of propaganda. I mean, we've known that for years. Um <laughs> But like, so you just kind of want me to just kind of just do a little quick backstory hey, and kind of start yeah. quickly. Yeah, because you're. Uh, it, it how do you want to do it? After World War II, 1948 is when it first uh, happened with Israel and Palestine. Uh, America, the UK, basically all the powerful countries in the world after World War II. You know, you had all these Jewish people that were affected by the war, um, and you kind of like needed a place to put them, like where they needed a home, they needed a place to stay. So for some reason, they knocked on Palestine's door. And Palestine was like, no, like, this is our land. This is our home. We can't just take millions of people and give them land or whatever. Uh, so they fought, but obviously it's against America, UK. It's against all the powers of the, uh, of the world. So that happened. And ever since then, I mean, there's, there's a map online. Uh, you can just see, like, what was Palestine from 1948 to... 20 years later to 30 years after that, it just went from basically what is known as Israel today, which is all of Palestine. And now Palestine is just a little bit of it. 
because of the colonization and the settlers from Israel and Israel's backed by America, UK, all these powerful countries. Um, so what happened the last 48 hours was a big, big step in Palestinian resistance. You wouldn't understand that if you're only focusing on Western media. Um, they're trying to portray it as terrorism, killing innocents. Uh, but Israel, Israelis have been doing this against Palestinians for the last 75 years. Uh, there's actually a crazy stat uh, proven 100% evidence behind it. Since 2008 till today, uh, Israelis have killed 6,400 Palestinians. In that same time span, only 300 Israelis have died. So I don't know what the simplest form of that ratio is, but you don't hear about that on the news over here. If you've only paid attention to the news over here, you would think that Palestinians are attacking Israelis, but the oppressed cannot attack the oppressor. They're only fighting for their life, their freedom, uh, their rights. Um, outside of the murders, it's apartheid, uh, it's ethnic cleansing, they're bulldozing homes, just torturing and brutalizing innocent Palestinians on the street uh, every day. Uh, more children, it, the, the Gaza Strip is what you guys probably know. It's a dense, it's the most densely populated area in the world. That's where all Palestine, that's where a lot of Palestinians live because Israel controls everything else. Israel has blockades all, of all exits in Palestine, uh, of the Gaza Strip. So, and they're shoot, they're shoot on site camps. So you, they can't even leave the Gaza Strip without being shot on site, basically. Um, I mean, more to it, the resistance had a great uh, success the last two days. Um, they're going at each other. I mean, it's, it's definitely a turning stride for the Palestinian resistance. I understand praying for innocence and all that, but they're attacking and making it seem like these Palestinians are terrorists when they're just retaliating what Israelis have been doing to them for 75 years. But nobody knows that because the news doesn't show it. Now, if the news doesn't show it, I can't get in that. I don't know all the reasons. Uh, there's definitely multiple uh, altitudes for that. Um, one of them being that America, they back Israel so much because it's a key to being in the Middle East. They need an excuse to be there. That's their excuse. Um, it's it's a devastating thing. It's the most devastating, one of the most devastating, uh, it's not a controversy to me. It's a, it's a right or wrong thing. There's no neutral side to it. Uh, either you're for the oppressor or for the oppressed. Um, the oppressed cannot be guilty when going at its oppressor for trying to fight for their freedom and rights. Um, they've been tortured them through cutting off. They, they have, they have, Israel, Israel has access to 95% of Palestine's water and they can cut it off in a flick. And that's what they did last night. 47% uh, of the Gaza Strip is made up of children under 17 years old. So when they're constantly dropping bombs on the Gaza Strip, they're killing innocent children, uh, elderly as well, that the news doesn't report. Uh, they've done it a lot over the last 48 hours, obviously uh, retaliation, but we don't talk about what they've been doing for the last 75 years. They've been doing this for 75 years especially in the last 10 years or so. 2018, 3,400 Palestinians were killed just from bombs dropped on. Um, it's, uh, people think it's, a, it's an Arab and Jew thing or a Muslim and Jew thing. It, it's more than that because Palestine, there, there's Christian Palestinians, there's Jewish Palestinians that are affected by this as well. Um, people think speaking up against it is anti-Semitism, which it is not. It's anti-Zionism. Uh, it's not a hate Jew thing at all. 
is Zionism uh, is a torture of it. You can't be anti-Semitism when you're not going and hating Jews just for it. You're hating against the Zionism. Um, what else can I kind of answer? Do you have any questions like the origin or what's going on today? You go first, Fort. So pretty much I'm, I'm glad that you hopped on and you're shedding some light on this because when I see people start posting stuff on social media about certain things and certain topics, I'm like, yo, I've never seen you talk about this before in your life. Like you've never mentioned this. You've never, and it's people that I've known for a while. So I can't even be like, yo, I just met you. So I don't know what you know. But people I've known for a while, I'm just like, dude, you're just seeing what you're what, what's you're being shared on. You're picking, you're picking a side with, you know, with with what you don't know. You don't have all the facts. And I, I like to get educated about things. Like, yeah, I may like talk some shit and troll here and there, but that's just to be funny. And it's not a funny situation. There's nothing to laugh about war and, and yeah. people and people not dying. At nothing at all. And I also want to reiterate, I, I'm not taking any sides. We're just here to have someone who knows a yeah, lot yeah. more about it on it. And if you feel a different way about what Adam is speaking on, DM me and yeah, hop on and we'll listen on. to what you have to say as well. That's not a problem. Yeah. I felt like as as people that I know, you were the most knowledgeable person. You've been posting about it on social media. I, I know you know about what's going on. So I was like, hey, do you want to do this or not? I, understood if you couldn't yeah and the reason i'm so passionate about it, i mean I'm, I'm half palestinian uh my grandmother was born in jerusalem palestine she was forced out to flee to to migrate to jordan which is a neighboring country and that's where that's where my dad was born but both my grand grandparents are from jerusalem palestine um i had an uncle that served in palestinian resistance his whole life he ended up doing 15 years in jail in, uh, in israel for it uh so it's definitely my background has a lot to do with it um, and it's just crazy with like Western media and how much they control. I mean, you have corporates coming out posting, like condemning the attacks, but they've not, I've not like, you have nothing to do with this one, two, you've never done this for any other type of global politics. Um, you see a lot of celebrities posting about not, it. Not even just corporates, like NFL teams, NBA yeah, teams, like sports organizations. Me. And it's like, yo, like you've. I know they're trying to drive an agenda and look some kind of way because of how mainstream media is and what a lot of those owners of those certain organizations might be. So I, I get it. But at the same time, it's like you have fans that might not look it, on the same side. Yeah, it's agenda pushing. Um, I mean, like even like we uh, I was just looking at it. Kylie Jenner posted on her story condemning it, but deleted it five minutes later because, like, right. maybe they, maybe she saw that her fans like were trying to educate her and attack her. Like, my main thing is just be educated. Don't believe everything you see on the news. I mean, I don't understand why we have to say that in 2023. I mean, no matter what news it is, Fox, uh, CBS, uh, MSNBC, CNN, um, don't believe everything that you see. Don't believe half of what you see. Um, Palestine story isn't told on the Western news. The, I mean, unfortunately, the only way you can really get it is through unbiased sources, uh, following certain IG pages and Twitter reporters. There's a good one, Eye on Palestine. They've been posting daily for years of what's been being done to them. So I've seen it. You know, people that follow me, I, I try to repost as much as I can as I can see, just like so you can educate. Like, look, you're not going to see this on the news, but this is this is what's been happening to them for years and years and years. And now they finally retaliated, and now they're the bad guys all of a sudden. It's like um, 
somebody imported in the resistance spoke up. I forgot who it was. I don't want to uh, miss uh, represent him of who, uh, what his ranking is, whatever it is. But I, I loved what he said where it was like, they're going to kill us anyway. So why not try to die with some dignity? And I mean, that's the story. I mean, that's that's basically what it is in conclusion, because they're they're at they're they're committing apartheid. They're committing ethnic cleansing. Mm. I mean, they can just bulldoze homes in Palestine and build a mall upon it for the settlers and colonization or colonization. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, you see you saw a whole bunch of Israelis flee for the airports when it first happened. Right. Like they're just going to go right back to New York and Miami. Like if you if that was your home. Why do you feel the need to get out so quickly? Um, it's because they're settlers. They're, they know they're not from there. Um, so I just think it's, I mean, they're, they're, the Palestinian people are extremely courageous. I mean, what they go through every day there, uh, the Gaza Strip especially, it's uh, it's unfortunate that their side isn't told and that it's a one-side thing in Western media and, and Europe. But... I do think our generation with being on social media <clears throat> has turned like a great stride in being educated and educated themselves and not listening to, you know, just a one side thing and getting information from unbiased sources uh, to be fully educated on the topic. And the, uh, the one thing I'll say is um, like, once again, I'll reiterate what Ford had to say is uh, you know, appreciate you coming on. We almost didn't want to talk about it because the only thing uh, I had planned was, to show a video, trying to watch a video. It was a two-minute video. Maybe we'll watch it and get your opinion on it to see uh, what's accurate and what's not because it kind of gave me a, uh, a quick summarization, which most people do on social media when they don't know anything instead mm -hmm. of going to the news. But the few times I've seen something like this where corporations and people come out is um, – and there's a few times when things in Cuba went wrong. We talked about this uh, a year or two ago, and a lot of people that – probably can't locate Cuba on a map. We're putting up posts because that's, that's the trend. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and like you said, we live in a world where um, if I'm going to side with a team, that's going to get me more. And I hate to use the word team, but or side mm -hmm. that's going to get me more likes and views and more pray for this. And I'm so sorry. And this and that you're going to post it. Same thing. People started doing putting Ukraine flags in there. I'm not saying they're wrong or right. I'm just saying this is where we are in, in, in the world is, is if I'm an influencer, if I'm somebody that has some type of influence, I'm going to go with the one that will get the most likes, views, comments, and and and, and notifications. So you see uh, the Cuban flag and people going out and putting uh, all this and uh, Ukraine, uh, pray for Paris when things were going wrong. And it's it's constantly pray for this and, 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 and education and repost. But um, I'm not saying everybody that I know or what I see don't know about it because I can't speak for them, but I know that these people aren't, um, <laughs> I know them personally and they're not going out there of their way to, to spend an hour and doing this. So that's why yeah. this is our version. We have a platform. We have a, as small as it is, we have an ability to get somebody like you or, or have a conversation about it. And like uh, Ford said, if you want to hop on uh, next week, we'll be, we'll give you the same amount of minutes that uh, we gave Adam today, but, uh, I'm always on the, I think me and Ford are, are pretty good. This is why we get along so well with no matter what joke we make, but opinion we have, we still kind of tiptoe around the middle of both sides where I'm, I'll say one thing, but I still want to know about the other thing. When a lot of people were supporting the Ukraine war and, and Russia, and I get it, Russia's, uh, public enemy number one in the world. And 
it's easy to go on it. But if you educate yourself a little bit more on it, like I have with podcasts and 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 new and unbiased news, you start to realize Ukraine was doing a little stuff that Russia had to protect their land. Russia had to make sure the um, you know they were protected as a people because it's people on people. It's not you know uh, good and evil. Most of the time, it, it probably is. Like you said, World War II was a complete you know, clusterfuck of, of, of one person, you know, trying to take over the world. Um, and, and it didn't go uh, that person's way. But um, what do you think for the people that are choose not the people that are uneducated about the, the situations or whether it's this one or, or future, cause it's going to be war. That's just, mm-hmm. that's just as long as humans are uh, have weapons. What do you think people should do when they first hear these things? Do you think they should, you know, talk to somebody like you that has a little bit more like, Hey, I have people from here. Cause I know people on both sides, Jewish and Palestine. And somebody I knew that posted a video of her walking down in Fort Lauderdale being called a terrorist, mm-hmm. you know, like openly out of the car window. And she didn't post the people, but she like did it on the sidewalk and people were just yelling at her. Like this mm-hmm. happened yesterday, which is so uncalled for. Cause, cause she was wearing her Palestine, um, her, her flag on her head. What mm-hmm. do you think people should do? to uh, avoid ignorance, avoid misinformation or what, whatever is spreading. What do you think people should do to educate themselves? Follow news or follow uh, social media outlets or reporters that are actually there and reporting what's going on at, in the present. Um, there's a couple of reporters that I follow on Twitter that are in Palestine reporting, like they reported it when it first happened. I was up just, you know, staying up to date on what's going on. Cause they're there, they're living it. They're going through it. They're not getting a message or, having to read something off a teleprompter on the news and have to push a certain agenda. So I try to stay away from the news as much as possible. I don't know the last time I watched the news just because I don't think it's a good source to get global politics from because we all know that we have to push an agenda. Um, so I think just you know going on social media and finding a, a good source, I mean, for as horrible social media can be, I mean, we all know how uh, horrible social media and internet can be. There is a lot of useful information and useful sources to actually find uh, what to look for and educate yourself on the topic. So. Yeah. Oh, do you want do you want to play that video real quick? It's I was just minutes. I was just gonna ask you, Adam. You got like two three minutes. Yeah. And you said you were short on time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I know what video you're talking about. We'll see. Yeah. We'll so because I watched it right before, because like I said, I like to at least I like to act a little ignorant just so I ask better questions so I could really mm-hmm. dig deep because most people are. But there are some times where I want to be like, hey, let me watch a video and see if it's bias or or, or factual. So we'll take a, a listen. Okay, I haven't seen this one. Never mind. Okay. When is a border not a border? When it's a fence that Israel built to create the world's biggest open-air prison. Since March 30, 2018, thousands of Palestinian refugees trapped inside Gaza have taken part in the March of Return, demanding the right to return to their homes in what is now Israel. Israel built a 25-mile fence and has shot people protesting near it, saying it's defending its border. But this fence isn't a border. You know how we know that? Because Israel said so back in the 1990s. When Israel and the Palestinian Authority signed the Oslo Agreements, this is how they talked about the fence. The security fence erected by Israel around the Gaza Strip and the line demarcated by the fence 
shall be authoritative only for the purpose of the agreement. That acknowledges that the line followed by the fence is not a border. Israel wants to portray Gaza as a separate country full of people who want to invade Israel. In fact, international law says Gaza is still under Israeli occupation. The idea that there is actual Palestinian sovereignty in the Gaza Strip or even the West Bank is false. Israel continues to control all aspects of life in the Gaza Strip and as such is deemed under international law to still be the occupying force. In 2010, the UN called Gaza a large open-air prison and it's not hard to see why. There are only five crossing points on the Israeli fence and three of those have been closed for years. Of the two that remain, only one of those is for people. In September 2018, Israel allowed less than 6,000 people to exit through the Erez crossing. Israel even limits what goes into Gaza through the fence. Sage, cardamom, ginger, dried fruit and potato chips have all been on the prohibited list. It controls things that demonstrate the degree to which it occupies the territory, including the population registry. So if someone is born in the Gaza Strip and they are not registered within the Israeli authorities, they do not exist. They are unable to travel outside of the Gaza Strip. More than two-thirds of people living in Gaza are registered refugees whose families were forced out of their homes by Zionist militias in 1948 in what became Israel. Israel's Jewish majority was cemented by expelling four out of every five Palestinians who had lived there. So this fence stands between Palestinians and their former homes, from which they were evicted and to which they've been forbidden from returning. It confines them to a strip of land in which they've been imprisoned as refugees for generations. To the Palestinians of Gaza taking part in the march of return, they're not breaching another country's borders. They're simply attempting to go home. Jabril, yeah, what, so, what, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, video I, I think, I think it's a great video. It's very informative. Uh, it kind of tell, it's kind of just a quick, you know, two, three minute thing. It's a, it misses a lot of things, obviously, because you can't tell a 75 year story in two, three minutes. But it's very informative. It gives you an idea of what they're going through. I mean, they, like they said, it's it's basically a prison. Like that land is basically a prison. I mean, you have you have two checkpoints only. They're barely allowed anybody to leave. Um, shoot on sight uh, for other checkpoints. So they they control what goes in and out. Like they're basically torturing them. Like you, they won't even allow potato chips in. Like, do you know how crazy that is? Um, what also misses from that video, which I think is huge, one of the biggest things, Israel controls 95% of their fresh water. They cut it off all the time, just for fun. They did it again two days ago for a retaliation. Um, it is that Gaza, the Gaza Strip is the most densely populated area in the world. Uh, they Palestinians literally have to like walk on top of each other, they live on top of each other. Um, Forty-seven percent of it is children, and when they constantly drop bombs, they're they're killing innocent children. They're trying to wipe the entire ethnicity basically. Um, I do think it is a very informative video. There's a couple more I can link. There is a, a, a cool two minutes yeah. talk I saw, kind of like a kind of like a skit in a way of a guy like portraying like you know one side Palestine, one side Israel, basically knocking on the door like yeah, we're gonna come over here and we're gonna live here in Palestine. He's like no, and Israel was like, well we have America, UK, uh, and yeah, we'll kill you if not. And so they've been forced to give up more land, more and more land every day. I'm, uh, if you do a quick Google search in uh, Palestine maps since 1948, it'll tell you. I've like, seen that. 
it'll be like a four picture thing of like this yeah. is 1948 1978 yeah. 2002 and 2020 or whatever yeah um so yeah i think it is an informative video i mean people could say oh what about israel's side but it it again i'm uh i'm out like i'm very big the oppressed cannot oppress the oppressor they can only retaliate and fight for their freedom yeah you can only so you can only go so long being bullied till you fucking just stand up for yourself and do something about it and then like you said once you do do something about it <clears throat> you're the bad guy um dude adam i we're running out of time but man i want to thank you so much for hopping on and kind of just like i said before shedding some light i know it is a touchy subject but it's a subject that i'm not going to say it's passionate to me but stuff like this is passionate to me because i i was born in an oppressed country i was born in a communist country I don't know what it's like because my parents got me the fuck out of there because they knew what was going to happen. It's different situations, but it's it's sort of the same thing, and it's just sort of it, it needs to, yeah it needs to be talked about and from a from a different side that everyone's getting and yeah we'll have you back on yeah because one more thing like I do think everybody needs to be educated on it because it affects everybody because of I mean look how the one hundred percent look how the economy. Yeah. It all goes back to the economy. The yeah. Economy. Yeah. Inflation's at a high rise. I mean, the president is yeah. sending billions and billions to Ukraine, blah, 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 whatever. But it affects everybody economic wise. So, yeah. And I do see the same thing happening here. There, yeah. There's millions of, you know, immigrants, whatever. I'm an immigrant. So, like, another touchy subject, but there's millions of people just coming in with no problem and doing whatever. And I see that slowly happening here. And it's not how this country was built you know things can change but whatnot but at the same time you got to have your roots and you got to go back to what started and how you were when you became the great power that you were whatever that's yeah. off subject but i i want to have you on again yeah i want to have you on again not not something so you know passionate and controversial i know you got a lot other stuff going on that you're doing that we'll probably talk about then at that point but Dude, if you got anything else, that, like last minute thoughts or whatnot, like I said, thank you, man, for hopping on. Anything you want to promote, whatever. And that was the oh, time, I'm man. Cool. I just wanted to laugh at you uh, one more time for the Canes. Uh, <laughs> man, fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> Why you got to do yeah, that shit to me? You know, on that note, awesome. I'm having a great fall. You really are. You really are. The Lions, baby. The fucking Lions. Dan Campbell's a dog, bro. I love Dan Campbell. Great season. Great season. Hell yeah. All right, brother. Yes, sir. Nice talking to you, man. Be safe. Thank you, brother. All right, you too. I mean, we 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 teetered along what people want to hear and what people don't want to hear. But as uh, as always, we we don't want to keep it. One, we don't really have anything to to you know anyone to report to on this podcast. Yeah. We're not a sports podcast. We're not a news podcast. We're not anything. We talk about enter the lab. Like what we said, our credo is uh, if you're in a safe space, if you're in, if you're with, with people that you'll, you're willing to hear and listen and, and have a real conversation. That's what the lab is. It's for creativity. It's for uh, dialogue. It's for uh, whatever you want to express. So uh, yeah, we talk, we mess around a lot on this podcast, but when times are, you know, when there's a topic that I want to know about because I see it and same for you, we'll bring somebody on. So some people might watch that over the last 30 minutes and disagree. That's fine. Comment. Let us it's know, fine. please. Don't yeah. hold back. 
and then we'll have you on if you if you really want. Most of the time, pe- those same people don't even want to come on and express themselves yeah. or, or say. Yeah. But we're we're gonna do what we want, and it's our podcast. So uh, if we think it's if we're giving a, 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 an open forum and an open dialogue, then of course we're gonna do. That's a no brainer. Yeah, that's the whole basis of this podcast. When we kind of went through the whole rebranding, and it was just us two. Yep. We we wanted to enter the lab. It came from you know enter the Wu Tang enter the dragon, enter the matrix, just kind of shit where we don't hold back. The lab, as we refer to it, as people refer to it, is a place that you go to and work on your craft and become better, and it's a safe place. I'm not... There's there's certain topics that I might be passionate about, and I might take one side more than the other, and that's normal as a person. You should have that. But also, if you are on the other side of how I feel, I'm not going to judge you for it i'm not going to get upset about you for it i'm not going to start yelling at you and discriminate being discriminatory towards you or whatever all those negative words towards you i'll listen to your opinion and we'll go from there and guess what at the end of the day we can still be cool yeah Yeah, (laughs) we can still be just as we were before we started the conversation and i think that's how i get it you know, like like you said, the press can't be the oppressor. But I think people, it just all goes back to just, we can survive as people peacefully. Yeah. <laughs> you as, long know? As, we, as long as we try to try, because you can't always try to listen as much as you talk. Yeah. Just try. So, so yeah, if, if you listened in and you heard that, not even an interview, but just my boy coming on and saying what he knows about it and how he feels about something and he feels some kind of way dm me no it's like dead ass seriously like dm me or dm the pod page and if you want to talk about it on another way and educate us about your point of view let's go let's get it i'm here for it i'm here for all the smoke i don't give a fuck and he was very articulate in how he talked about it you know it's it was i love like i said I, i never met him never seen him didn't know about him you told me hours ago he wanted to come on Awesome, I love it. I'm. Old, I always. Dude, uh, no, I I asked him. I yeah, asked. Him. Exa- I was like, oh, yo, exa- I want you to come on and talk about this because, dude, I, I, when I see people start posting stuff on Instagram and and Facebook and and whatever that I know, and I'm just like, yo, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, you've never really spoke about this in your life. I've never heard you say anything remotely close to this or about this not even not not even even you're not even jewish or palestinian like you don't have you don't have a dog in the fight but you're just reposting stuff because you see other people that you know repost it yeah so that's the main reason i wanted to have him on yeah and he he spoke like i said uh well like i was gonna say is you know for such a for somebody to come on and it's a emotional topic for him to talk about to talk about it unemotionally Right. You didn't you didn't you didn't feel anger in his voice. You didn't you didn't feel rage because he's on one side, obviously. But you didn't he didn't speak on an emotional state. He spoke his facts. He spoke, um, you know, pretty black and white about what it is. Um, And if and if he's wrong about some things, then let us know. Please comment. Please interact with us. We're not shy about having an open debate, open forum. So um, thank you for coming on, Adam. Uh, We appreciate that. And, um, you know, hopefully we. Hopefully it goes away, not goes away in, uh, 
you know, because it will. You know, what's hot this week in America? Because I could, we can only speak for America. Social media uh, will probably not be a thing. Uh, yeah. Now, you know, when, eh, one one thing I took away. One thing I took away from everything that's happened in the past three, four days with this is we've seen more videos of what's happening on the Gaza Strip and in Palestine, Israel, than we have of what's going on in Ukraine. <laughs> we haven't seen since in months. And that's still have, going in on. In months. We have in months, in months. And the be the best thing about Elon Musk buying Twitter was how uncensored it is now, how uncensored it is and how people can add feedback to certain videos. And the more readers added context to this video. This is actually false. This is not true. Whatever this video is happened in this time and it, this is what's really happening. So the fact that Twitter is like that is one of my favorite things ever. Because you could watch a video on Instagram and it could be an older video, but someone could post whatever caption on it. Yeah. And it's not anything that's actually really happening or going on. So that's also why we talked about, hey, do your own research, get news from unbiased sources, from people, like Adam said, that are actually there, what's going on there, not from another outsource. Because at the end of the day, here in the Western Hemisphere, news is ran by a select few companies. And they're going to want to mm -hmm. put out whatever is going to get them the most clicks, views, engagement, that sort of thing. But I don't really want to get more controversial. We got a lot of good yeah. topics, and we're no, it's fine. already yeah, we, an hour we, over. We did that well. Um, yeah, and uh, we'll continue when when we see fit for talking about com uh, combos like that. And, and we could go in and out. Of, we'll end this episode uh, ninety seven on a, on a you know lightheartedness or things that are uh, are in the news as well. So we'll continue on before we end. Um, that uh that that news alert what was that on monday or tuesday last week of uh, uh i think it was you, tuesday i think it was tuesday because I, I, I had tacos you, yeah you wrote you <laughs> you uh, wrote in amish members shunned after phone going off and uh you know you can't hide it unless your phone was off you were gonna hear dude it, so. dude and see the funny. thing about the thing about that is amish people are so Again, this is another thing that I'm not well versed on. If you're Amish and somehow you're listening to this podcast and you want nah, to hop on, unless they got votes, that's the one group you could say whatever about, and they they can't comment. They can't. They literally the, can't. The funniest okay. thing is they they may have phones, right? But they're not using them all the time, so they're not up to date with everything that's going on. And unless they heard it from someone else, but they're in a tight knit community, so who else are they going to hear it from? <laughs> they're the only ones buying these papers today. Dude, they're not gonna know that this that this is gonna happen. <laughs> so well, that was pretty like, wild. That was pretty funny to hear dude, like everybody's Could you imagine snitching? Be like, yo, he got a phone. He got a phone. That's funny. But yeah, multiple Amish community members were exposed for having cell phones during the national emergency phone alert last week. Doc, that's that's hilarious. And they were going and, off at different times. It said two o'clock, but I think it was off by a little bit. Like obviously something that's so big. Yeah. Like that in America. Mine went off at like two twelve, two thirteen, two fourteen. Yeah, I think mine pretty much minutes. went off at two twenty or something. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was all about. There was a lot of speculation. There was a lot of you know differences of opinions on on that, and of course, like everything nowadays, you know, it's, it's supposed to be a controversy. Yeah. Because that, that's that's what they hashtag day. That's that's what they want. You know, they want us to be all in controversy with each other and fighting with each other yeah, about the fun. simplest of shit about a phone notification. Whatever, man. I, also that and, and motherfuckers in jail. 
<laughs> Could you imagine you had a phone in oh, jail and that shit started going off? Yeah, that's true. Yo, why is your ass going? You mean with your cellmate and his ass just starts going off? You see a lot of videos of inmates have like uh, social media in jail and stuff. So that would they'll be, be on really Instagram good. Live on fucking in jail, bro. Walling out. Be cooking um, up. Uh, show that video of uh, Al Michaels that he uh, oh, allegedly I never, ne- never had a vegetable. This is pretty you, funny because Al Michaels, the, uh, <laughs> the way he was talking, he talked very confidently. He goes, I, I, he goes, I, knowingly or unknowingly or i know that i have not intentionally ate a vegetable and i believe that i mean i it's somebody as old as him and he's probably 70 something years old he's the the voice of the nfl for you know 20 plus years 30 30 plus years listen to this, this is wild this is pretty wild is it true that you have never knowingly eaten a vegetable in your life that is true that is true. I was born when my parents were 18, and my mother hadn't even read Dr. Spock at that point. So she just let me have the, the, the run of the, uh, of the course. And uh, I always push the vegetables away. To this day, no. And I guess what I've proven, Chris, is that man does not need vegetables to survive. But is it, is it just possible? That you would like, I'm thinking of one of the more non-objectionable vegetables, a carrot. Oh, please. A carrot? <laughs> oh, please. No, ca- no, that's an objectionable vegetable. A I mean, carrot I, is pretty really? down well, the middle. I mean, how would you know? You've never tasted it. I look at it. I just don't even like the look of it. <laughs> and I surmise what it you might taste like in terms of the texture of it. I think a lot of it probably has to do with, it just doesn't look like something that would go down well. Is it true <laughs> that you, you have me, never... You know, I eat a lot of vegetables and fruit and all that good stuff, but uh, the human body's interesting, man. Uh, every every single human body's different. You know, he's lived uh, a very you know long life, and he probably he, he looks like he's not stopping anytime soon as far as life, and he'll probably go on. And if my man never had knowingly had a vegetable in his life, hopefully, uh, obviously, if he's not eating vegetables, he's got to be doing something right because he's not over here just eating junk food all the time. Uh, yeah, he's 78. You know, I just looked it up. Yeah. So. God bless him. 78 years old, never had a vegetable. But hey, uh, I will say to the uh, kids out there listening to this podcast, maybe some family members and stuff, eat your vegetables because, you know, suck them. If you got to make a shake out of it or smoothie, you just got to do it. You got to put some good nutrients. I, I try to do that. I tried to do that today after I had a, a long weekend uh, putting some good. Had some me. broccoli today. Yeah. Well, I had some fruits and stuff to start off like. First thing I did when I what I ate was some uh, some fruits and some water just to get my body going again, get some nutrients. But that was kind of wild, and he sounds genuine in his uh, in his delivery. Um, speaking of crazy things to obtain or to achieve, like Al Michaels, uh, Kelvin Kiptum runs the marathon in two hours and thirty five seconds. I looked a at marathon it, is twenty six point two miles, correct? Yes, yes, something like that. Okay. Twenty six, twenty seven. Um, that means he averaged a four thirty six or something like that uh, per mile, which is dumb. So he ran for two hours and thirty five seconds, and all time record. I, I don't. I think. I guess that's. I don't know if that's a regional marathon. I think it's an all time marathon. If marathons are the same exact distance, which I don't think. All them are maybe I don't know, 
I didn't look at that into it. I just seen the headline. But we gotta get we gotta get a marathon expert on the pod to. Yeah, we, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Is he from? Is he from Kenya? Because that's where I assume all these uh, marathon runners come from. Name like you know Ke- what happens Kelvin. when you assume. I feel like that's not very Kenyan. Let's see where no, he's from. Oh, Kenya, <laughs> nailed it. See, that's a uh, you know how they'd be like, oh, don't stereotype, yo. Stereotypes are stereotypes because usually they're fucking true. I'm sorry to say, 23 years old, Kenyan. Hey, honestly, why... that might be the most controversial thing said on this podcast today. That's also true. I feel like when he was on, Adam was on, we were very, we were very respectful and, and... but it's true though. The, the reason why, if you don't know, marathon runners from Kenya are historically great because the air there is different. They run. Name in... name another Kenyan marathon runner. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I don't care. Next year, whoever wins will be Kenyan. The the air, the altitude, they think about it. If you train in the worst altitude or, you know, when I say worst, I mean like hardest, difficult, and you don't know any better. You're born and raised in Kenya and you're just running then, uh... on in mountains and high altitude and hard to breathe. You come to America and you're running, you're like, oh, this is nothing. That's why they're able to do it. I mean, there's probably a little bit more to it. I'm speaking out of ignorance, but that's a pretty big factor is breathing when you're running a marathon, I would think. He knows them by face, not by name. One of three, yeah, one of three difficult things to do. Physical and then breathing, I would think. And I think breathing is pretty, (laughs) pretty, uh, a big deal. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm not getting into this conversation with you. I know them by face, only by name. Oh, fuck. Uh, shit. Shout out everyone that got on, that commented. Yeah, we appreciate sure. it. Shout out everyone that watched. Shout out Adam for coming on. I felt bad kind of low-key asking him, but I, he was the one person that I knew that would be able to talk about it, and I wouldn't feel bad after. Mm. That's my dog. No, I appreciate you uh, you doing that. Anything on your end uh, you see in the notes app that you want to talk about that we didn't touch on? I meant Florida <laughs> passes death penalty. There you go. Talk about it. Florida passes death penalty for sexual abusers. If you sexually abuse someone 12 or under, you're going to die. I'm with yeah. it. I'm here for it. Cause they, dude, uh, there's got to be levels to it, though, right? It can't just be like a, a general one. I hope, I hope there's not. I hope uh, there's not. I mean... Okay. Because I saw something that said that sexually abusing children, that's just something that, like, you could kill someone, you know, and you can be rational about it, maybe. Hey. Yeah. You know, you can have certain whatever about, like, killing someone. But if you're, like, raping a kid, bro, there's nothing rational about that. No, I'm on your side on this opinion. I have a couple more. Go rape someone that's not a kid. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you really want to talk the most I'm not... controversial thing we've said. Um, but I have I have opinions on this, and and they they, they mainly agree with you. Um, I'm done. Wait, hold on, my shit just disconnected. But it's more about like the human, you know, humans, and and it goes back historically. Is we're creeps, you know, especially men. We're we're not we're not Speak good human yourself, beings brother. most of the time. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to get. AirPods, I can't hear you. Hold up. I got to log off Twitter. That's why. Uh-uh. Give me a moment. Can't hear you yet. I'm not speaking. What the? 
If you're talking, man, keep talking because I can't hear This you. man Ray always has something going on I with his know. audio. I don't know what he got going on, bro. Hey, it is Christopher Columbus Day, a.k.a. Indigenous People Day, I found out. Um, we're not going to get into that. Look at this man. Yo, I don't know what the fuck Mario Cristobal was doing on Saturday night. This man was drunk on the sidelines. Shout out Steve Sarkeesian. How do you not fucking take a kneel? A knee, a kneel, Jesus, a knee. When you're up, it's, bro, someone had to have blackmail on my dog Cristobal for him to do that kind of shit. All right, I'm back. Because that, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my motherfucking life. And I've watched a lot of football. And I've watched a lot of Miami Hurricanes football. I've been in the building. For a lot of Miami Hurricanes football, a lot of bad L's, a lot of ugly L's. Clemson whooping us 58 to 0 was an ugly L. But that was kind of expected. 58 to 0, nah, that's the worst loss of program history, points wise. But what happened on Saturday, yo, I never thought I'd say this, but thank God for the goddamn Miami Dolphins. That shit pissed me the fuck off. And it's not the this man's a repeat offender. He did that shit when he was at Oregon, and the same shit happened. The same shit happened. And there hasn't been a game that Miami has been up this year where they just take a knee. They run the ball. <laughs> Yo, look, I posted this on Twitter. I posted this on Instagram. I'm gonna say it on the podcast. When I die. Ray, I want I want you to make sure this happens. Stay I'll, 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 talk, I'll talk on you. you I want you to make I'll, sure this happens. No, not even that. I'll say, I'll say when I thing. die, when I die, I want the Miami Hurricanes football team to carry my motherfucking casket they so they can let me down too. one more time. So nah. they can let me down one more time, Doug. Because that's not all I fucking know. That's all I know. They're uh, not kneeling. They're not gonna kneel my casket if Cristobal's fucking orientating that shit. Motherfucking bro, I was pissed. Yeah. I was fucking pissed. Who's that blonde chick that's getting a lot of press for dating Travis Kelsey? I have no idea. Yeah, let's not mention her. I, I have no idea. I, I, no, I, that's I, your I, girl. That's your I, girl. Because I got into her a couple weeks. I you, oh, you got what do you mean by that? <laughs> I, got in, I got into her a couple weeks before all this shit. And it's making me seem like a, a new, new fan. I am a new fan, but I'm not like that new. I'm like two weeks prior. So I got into the wave before it was cool. Oh, Jesus. The I'm NFL's the, got the, orange the, tape where she's going to sit so the cameraman knows to pan to her fucking... You seen that? The NFL has an orange tape. Do they? Yeah, to see where she's going to sit in which box. Box. Um, all right, let's this up. Let's see. Shout out. Oh, no. Before shout outs. Uh, Drake's album. Um, Mid. The, I haven't listened Mid. to it. It's got a lot of 21 Savage, J. Cole. Uh, J. Cole. Uh, the SZA. song with J. Cole was good. The song with SZA was good. Bad Bunny. Yeah. Sexy he, Red. He's, Red. He's, he, sampled, I, he sampled I Don't Like. Don't Like on it. I fucked with that oh, song. Yeah. I fucked with the song with J. Cole. I fucked with the song with Yee. Literally uh, haven't listened to a song yet. So I got to. Um, you're not missing much. You know, it's it it's a decent album. I mean, you can listen to it. 
you know, you got to, like any album, you got to give it a few listens. You got to give it that, yep. you know, headphone listen. You got to give it that car ride. Yep. Smoking a blunt music or however you like to partake in your devil's lettuce. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I mean, you got to listen yeah, to there's different listens. in full different ways for sure. That's how you get the yeah. full vibe of the, uh, let me do one shout out that I have. Vito wanted uh, us to shout out him. He's 17, nine and two in bets this season. He's celebrating. He wants to hop on. He wants to hop yeah, on again. He's, maybe we'll, if uh, he's going to the. He needs Dolphins to be game. just a tad more sober. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> then his first all, appearance. Right? Don't we? All? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, that I'm was, pretty lit right now. I, I will cap. give him. We partied the day before, and then he came straight over to watch the game. So he's a tank. Yeah, uh, a fucking I, tank, I, I, bro. I did the same that he did. Uh, but shout out him. He's making money. Uh, he's uh, in the green. Hopefully that continues all season, Papa. All season, baby. Any shout-outs on your end, and we'll wrap this up. Shout-out shout out your brother for always coming on on the last few pause, coming on in the last few minutes of our episodes. Oh, yeah, and the, he, the post with Drake and Joe Budden. That was funny. Yeah, Drake went in, but so did Joe Budden. Uh, we could get into that next week. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we'll Drake, yo, obviously he felt some kind of way for him to write an MLA format essay about what Joe Budden said, because if you don't, get triggered by something or you don't get offended by something or you don't feel some type of way about something that someone says to you then you're not going to react how he did so obviously drake felt some kind of way what just happened what are you watching did Bro. adams score no the phillies in the braves game in the bottom of the eighth the braves went up one let's and go then, and then in the top of the ninth no chill 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 don't tell me that fuck okay. the phillies fuck the phillies but no i'm i'm saying top of the ninth the Braves made a sick play. Uh, Braves center field Aaron. We had a sick double right off. now. That was so wild that just now. That was actually let's go. The home run happened while we were interviewing Adam, so I had to put my shit on mute just as a reaction. I was oh, listening. Yeah. I was locked in, but like when yeah, something yeah, happens yeah. in front of your face, uh, any shout out to hey, Aaron? Yo. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna start a segment called "Top Three Things I Hated This Weekend." I figured I figured it out now because I really hated what the Miami Hurricanes did on Saturday night. So I feel like we could build off that. Top three things I hated. Hate's a strong word. Hate we, is I mean, a strong word. But um, I feel like that'll be funny. It, I'm going to try and keep it as like lighthearted as possible. I'm not going to try and keep it as like Top serious Top three things situation. I hated this weekend was LeBron James thinking he's a, a betting expert and wants to go he's a capper. Five, saying he's With not capper. a Dallas Cowboy fan. Like Capper has two different you're, meanings you're, now. Like he's somebody that he he needs to write down the things he says because he doesn't even realize how foolish he sounds. I think he's like, oh, I'm gonna take the nine. He did pretty well. He did pretty well his a, first his first time he gave out picks. He was yeah, like, that's what? Cool. All right, cool. Ten for twelve. Right. Yeah, ten for twelve. But he didn't say any of them out loud, so it doesn't matter. Uh, the <laughs> thing about betting is you need you need. Uh, you you're need a hater. I am LaBet LaBet James. Anyway, uh, that's uh, episode 97. Appreciate everybody for commenting and interacting. Share with a friend. Like, subscribe. Um, you know, keep that going. Uh, uh, you know, we're the, we're officially two episodes away, three episodes away from a hunter. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, let's do it. We're gonna have a lot of people on for episode 100. That will be uh, so 98, 99. That will be. Uh, are we gonna continue for the next over the next month to do Mondays? Well, not next next Monday is cool, but the Monday after that, it, it depends on when I get back. My flight says I get here oh, okay. back Monday from Philly at like five p.m. So I sh I should be good. So but, we're doing Monday 
no matter yeah so most likely you never know what could happen i only said that um because uh, I know you're trying to move work away to get us to record on Sunday, which would be awesome. Yeah, because I could combine, yeah. I could combine all my drinking in one day versus drink Sunday for games and then have to drink, you know, not drink a lot. Just based off every- what you've been doing on Sundays the last few weeks, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Relax. I ain't gonna um, get into details. I'm just saying what I fucking hear. Shout out, shout out, billionaires row. BR baby, proud vintage for locking in and cognac, caviar, uh, water. Um, bro, I bought a fucking barbecue burrito or buffalo chicken burrito that I was gonna eat. I didn't even eat it. Gotta go heat that shit up. Oh, shout out Bucky's uh steak wrap friend burrito that you brought me. Oh my, shout out Bucky's bro. I ate that thing in like you deep throat that thing, huh? You you sat down, you You scarfed that thing down, dude. Killed it. Uh, so good. Bucky's shout out Bucky's Texas, Florida, all that. Um, that's 97. Um, hopefully we entertain you guys, uh, made you laugh. Uh, 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 shout out to his birthday last Friday, even though right. we didn't do shit. <laughs> shout out your, him birthday, for... your birthday's next, right? <laughs> my birthday's next. Well, actually it's my mom's birthday next first time. and mine's the day after right, my birthday's on a fucking Monday. Oh fuck. We're recording that. Whatever. Day. I love, wow, uh, yeah. I love you all. I'll, I'll, we could record early early Monday, or I'll yeah. try to get Tuesday off. We'll figure too, it out. You know, I, I record no on my birthday. That doesn't mean you have to. Huh? No, no, no. We'll, we'll be good. Okay. No I might be. I, I might be there. Who knows? Ninety-seven. Thank you, Adam, for coming on. Uh, if anybody uh, 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 has uh, opinions or wants to debate what we talked about, hop on. We'll love to have you. Uh, Elvis Escobar, Fort Tom, enter the lab. Exit the lab, please. Fins up. Everybody doing the fish.